guys. For yet another episode of No Crisis Yet, I'm John Lynch. Oh my god, we're back. I'm Ben Brown. It's been it's been a minute. Um, my water heater blew up. Yep. Yeah, we, we Roe v. Wade happened. We yeah, or it unhappened. Pelosi's in Taiwan pissing in China's face, which I actually don't mind. Right, you know, that's fine. Fuck authoritarians. Yeah, that'll put a good timestamp on this episode specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it, when inevitably when the, the digital curtain goes up mm-hmm. and then falls in 50 years and right. they find archives of this. When the Internet Archive of the Internet Archive. Internet Archive might not even be around because well, yeah, but there'll be an publishers, archive of it publishers by are pieces of shit. Yes, and then, owned by the Disney Corporation <sighs> and will be in a fuck. box like Rare's Lost Ark somewhere in there. I hate this, Ben. Which they also own. <laughs> I can't. Ben, it sounds like we're it sounds like we're making this about politics. Oh shit! And by politics, over. I mean not white Christians. Right. Yes. Do I sound bitter? I don't mean to. Maybe a little. It's okay though. We're here to talk about other more trivial stuff. I think. Right. I want to talk about what we have. We talk about giant bomb. Just in general, I think for me, there's like the zeitgeist of just like holy shit. Mm. I would. I was. Re- I've been reading Gamespot. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Jeff Gersman, specifically, since 99, 2000, whenever I had internet. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. insane. It was the first podcast, first video game podcast I ever listened to was The Hotspot. It was before iTunes, I think, had podcasts. Uh, you had to he, download it off their webpage every day and put it on your MP3 player. Which is insane. Um, and it was a great podcast. <laughs> Fast forward. Content. We've had a whole episode about content, how it's changed. That yeah. episode is now also outdated. <laughs> yeah. Like, tragically outdated. All that stuff will just All that stuff doesn't matter. Uh, so I'm going to hone in specifically on Jeff Gersman. I don't want to talk about Next Lander. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. No, that already happened. That, that already last, happened. That was last year. Um, Jeff Gersman, you've, you've listened to the MinMax podcast. I have not yet. Mm-hmm. And it was an enlightening interview. Could you tell me, could you just summarize it? Yeah. I mean, he kind of went on there and it wasn't, I think MinMax has done this uh, with other giant bomb people when they leave is either they do like they an exit interview and they do like a long they conversation. Vinny and, and Brad? And Abby and, and Ben yeah, Pack yeah. and they've done it for a while. Um, who runs MinMax? Uh, so it's Ben Hansen. Who used to be at Game Informer, I think. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. And so did he was he have a connect with Rikert? I guess so, probably. And and like he just it was another person who left the publication and started a big Patreon thing. That's what MinMax does. Their Patreon uh, little games outlet, just like kind of funny, just like all these other ones that are <clears throat> popping up. And so this was not that. This was not an exit interview. This was just a normal episode of their weekly podcast that Jeff was on, and he did talk a little bit about it. But basically, it sounded like uh, he really didn't like being part of a, a corporate ladder and having to fill the, the... He wanted to do the video game stuff. He didn't want to be a manager. And that when he got to CBSI, that basically you get put on that corporate ladder, and you are meant to climb that. Thing. Well, that's the whole. And that's if you don't want to do that, yeah. then you're going to be kind of miserable. And that's, I think, what eventually happened with him. Wait, it's almost like middle management yeah. is not ideal. And he just doesn't care about that shit. And so, like that. Which also, Vinny Carvel said the same exact thing. Yeah, he just and, said, and, second, like, he's, and so when Giant Palm, because Giant Palm started out as essentially a startup with Whiskey Media, this this conglomeration of people who made these several sites, and they sold them all eventually, but. Um, but he was he relayed a story on the Minmax episode about um, <clears throat> when they sold, when the day they were signing the papers to sell to CBS Interactive. Uh, Dave Snyder, who's co-founder of Whiskey Media and kind of the, art, the engineer behind all those websites, pulled him aside and said, "Like, look, you need to disavow this brand from your, your your personal what you've built because you don't own this anymore. Like, you will never own this again. <laughs> like, this, the re- is, this is like." 
Yeah. Con- uh, uh, combative? No, no, no. Just, that, he was just, say, saying, just like, giving reality. him advice of like, yeah. you can't be precious about this thing. You don't own it anymore. Um, you're obviously getting a large amount of money for selling it. Uh, I don't know how much or whatever, but they obviously sold it. They, they didn't get nothing for it. And Wait, which uh, transaction are we talking about? This is, this is uh, Whiskey Media selling Giant Bomb to CBSI. Yes. Um, and so when they, when they moved in CBS, uh, Jeff said that he was already like, I'm going to be here for a little while and I'm going to leave. I don't want to work in this corporate environment. And he just kept finding new reasons to <laughs> extend that, which I get. It I doesn't anyone... help that he he is the anchor. Like, if you look at if watch an old Unprofessional Fridays, yeah. he's basically the anchor. Oh, yeah, show. yeah. He's the center of that website, or he was until very recently. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I can get that, especially being in jobs where you're like, I should leave here, but well, maybe we'll just push six months down the road. There's some stuff happening. I want to see. Blah, blah. And you just get in that loop where you just keep doing that over and over again. And, and the other thing he mentioned is that he had been planning to leave, you know, as far back as like 2012 when they sold abouts or when Ryan passed away or various milestones along the way where it would have been like, this is I'm six months and I'm out of here. And then something happens and it keeps going and stuff. So I think they just got to the end of that. And what was what what was left? Not that I not to denigrate, mm. you know, I the the Jai bomb as it exists right now at this very moment yeah. in 2022. I just have no. I like I like Jan. Yeah, I it's, like, it's a it's a diff, it's a brand with a different cast. You know, it's like Saturday Night Live or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if I'm just getting old myself. I, he's in his 40s. I mean, yeah, right? and so I will say just broadly for myself, like I used to consume a lot more video game podcasts as, as did and I. all that stuff, yeah, and yeah. I maybe do one a week now. I am way more into film podcasts and other things than I am into uh, video game stuff despite talking on a podcast the, where we talk about video games. But there's also the element of that's my guy. Jeff is yeah. my guy. And yeah, I know he's grumpy sure. and, and the criticisms I've seen commonly foisted at him are he's grumpy, he's sick of the industry, but you just... I don't... But see, that's the thing I will say. I haven't... He's seen it though. Yeah, like he's been in it since you know CES was in Atlanta. Like when E3 didn't just, exist, it was just a part of CES. And like he's one of those people that has been with this industry as long as it's been an industry, essentially. But, you know, at the earliest point, it was like manufacturers making magazines like Nintendo Power and whatever. And then eventually there was like, oh, people, I I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, like getting an episode, uh, an issue of EGM or GamePro or whatever was just like the greatest thing ever. So, yeah, I have. You go through it and like all these games and like there was no internet. How else could you find out about Pokemon Yellow? Right. Right. Or... Um, or secrets or, or games that, you, you know, you couldn't afford to import for your PlayStation, but you were like, what is Katamari Damacy? Or what is Mr. Mosquito? Or whatever. Right. Oh, my God, Mr. Mosquito. Or um, just, like, what is coming down the pipeline? Right. Right. And, and, and I was obviously more on the PC side. Yeah. Um, I, even to this day, I'm much more PC-centric. I don't yeah. give a shit about consoles. Does, I don't own a modern console. Weird sidebar. Does PC Gamer exist as a magazine still, or is it all just Physical media? No idea. I don't even know if they're owned by... Edge pub. I don't think they are. Yeah, not Edge. Because that was the called. other like magazine I was read religiously. So PC Gamer 90s. for me again. Like I have. Like I didn't have one guy until mm. I did. And it was Tom Francis, and then Tom mm. Francis left to say, "I'm making fucking gunpoint. Yep. I've done this for too long, and I don't want to be a manager." And this is getting back to the Jeff Gersman thing. Mm. Tom Francis specifically is fascinating because he his, his getting into games. He wrote, I think, for a feature he was writing about like Half Life Two modding or something, and his first exposure to uh, making any kind of video game was modding Half-Life so that you had to dodge falling washing machines. Mm-hmm. And so from that kernel and yeah. the fact that at work, uh, PC Gamer was like, look, if you don't want to manage, like you can keep writing, but ultimately yeah. your salary will this not grow. And you, yeah. yeah, it's a dead end. You're fucked. Um, 
And from that, we got Gunpoint and mm-hmm. Heat Signature and Tactical Breach Wizards. Yes. And that's... And so for that me... That game looks so good. I know. But it's, <laughs> I hope he's... he's spent, and he ended up working at Valve, or at least developing in Valve for a little while. Well, they have um, that, like, community space at Valve where, like, people could rent space and yeah. be part um, of the collective, man. But, but the idea that... And just for <laughs> contrast, right? So Jeff... For me, is a content guy. This is yeah. a fucking guy who this read guy. Space Jam, the novelization, <laughs> yes, and with a straight face, and it was amazing, right? And and played a bunch he, of Garfield games. He is a performance <laughs> artist, and if you hear him talk about his early days, like there is yeah. a there is a desire in him to perform. Well, yeah, he's right? been in bands. He's like, yeah, you know, he, he's he's. I a, highly recommend his. He's a showman. Highly recommend his podcast. Uh, he's like. I'm not going to say Lorne Michaels because Lorne Michaels is way more behind the scenes, mm. but a little bit in that he's good at identifying he's talent. Like an elder states person in that way, yeah. Sure. Um, but the idea that, okay, what does he want to do now? What does Jeff Gersman off the, off the leash look like? And him in a Sonic blanket without a shirt on <laughs> talking about Sonic, and I'm like, this is it. Yeah. I mean, who could say he's an internal grouch? Well, that's like, and, and fuck and off. That's an, you know, I mean, it's just because he's not a big cheerleader of every game that comes out, which I don't think is he's a particularly. He's been in this industry since 1992, like well, three or four, Well, and it's the right? thing like, where, like, when he does recommend something, it comes with a heavy, like, it's like, oh, if he likes it, he's a very hard, he's, a, he's hard to but please. But he, he even so, acknowledges that he's just like, yeah, like, this isn't for me. Yeah, but this is also a thing of, like, when you've done this for so long, you eventually have seen everything. And that's it's true. not that exciting to see new graphics or whatever but then also if you've done it for your job i think that is different like we've, oh, we've both played We're, video games for our whole life yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. tired of it anytime soon but i also don't have to fucking write about it and i don't have to contend with people calling me an asshole for not liking a game as much and what all the other aspects that you have to deal with when you're a public video game professional or whatever I, um, i'm looking forward to this because he himself as a brand like if you think yeah. about like a um dedicated YouTuber. He didn't come from that route. He's no. he's transitioning he, from the oldest of old. all those right. motherfuckers. And so, literally, like, there are people half his age with 8 million, 9 million, 10 million followers on yeah. YouTube, and it's like, he'll, he'll never be that big, but also, no. like, if he can get the people that matter... But he can continue to go down the roads that interest him, which is more retro stuff, which is more obscure, weird the, parts he, of video game history. He is the reason I spend an inordinate amount of money on a mister. Right, a mister. 100% he Or, is. you know, him... He, him. That motherfucker. Ben, mm. I have a title for this episode in mind before mm-hmm. I, was, I wanted to talk about all the other shit we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to run this title by you. Okay, all right, it's workshop. Swab the Steam Deck. Mmm, not bad, not bad. I, after reading his review, I don't know if you got it, if you're a Patreon backer. No, no. He had like a 12-paragraph review, very long, mm-hmm. about like, look, this thing is not for no, but he a couch loved person. It. I, I, but it is also, it is a tinkerer's thing, and I'm just like, right. fuck, I have to well, get it. And I would say just like, you know, having followed him a Giant Bomb and then listen, I haven't really, so I will say his podcasts are way too fucking long. They're like three hours long. He just streams all it's day. It's just a stream. Yeah, right? he just does his stream, stream, basically. Which I will tune into while I'm at work and listen to or whatever, but I haven't really like just sat down and I don't think it's. It. I don't think it's meant for that. I don't think so either. But it's so it's like, but I will just say his demeanor, he seems very excited about a lot of the stuff he's talking about. He seems in a good mood. I don't understand. Yeah. He, not that, yeah, whatever. I think there was a I'm, lot. I'm projecting. I'm Look, projecting. I mean, look, I don't have a huge amount of experience managing a huge group of people, but I can say that like having to be the buck stops here person for everything is exhausting. Even if you enjoy it, even if the people you work with are hyper competent, it doesn't just matter. It's a dude. lot. And so I'm, you know, but I don't have not, to. De- I'm not working in a corporate environment. Uh, I can't imagine how much more obnoxious that would be. So um, yeah, it seems like a good, you, a good move for everybody. It's a little weird that he just disappeared, and I don't think we'll ever really know exactly why he didn't even get like 
outside of a mention in a letter, a goodbye of any sort, which is just kind of funky. But I, I do not. I could also almost see that just being his way of exiting because they already did the big, the, the curtains are closing thing when the three other guys left, the three other founders left. And to do it again would just be kind of, I could see it being kind of sad. Yeah, but it, and him but not it's that, wanting to it's do that. It's that Stalinist revisionist thing where it's like, I'm never going to look at this website and not think, like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, eh. Yeah, and I, it, not Stalinist. You know, what I mean. and I don't. I don't, I don't think the people there presently are trying to do that. I just think it is. Well, they've um, done it by default, right? Well, <laughs> like, and, and right. we don't know what contracts. Like, no idea. Especially when it comes to like, this is a weird thing in the new media landscape, especially with podcasts, where you have people who move from company to company, but have started podcasts in their off hours or whatever, and then if they work for a bigger podcasting company like The Ringer or something, you can't record other podcasts. You are a podcaster by trade. Right. And so now you cannot go guest on your friend's what podcast. Is, because is Collider, is that a network? Uh, I don't know what Collider is. I is that the Star Wars one where they're fanboys for Disney shit? They're oh, just like Disney shills? I forget. Yeah, Red yeah. Letter Media has a whole... Well, they used to oh, have... Oh, the site, whole, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing also. Any media uh, company now has a, a fleet of podcasts because they're cheap to produce. Oh, it's fucking and gross. Uh, lots and of content. I will say, mm. Ben, everything we make in here is property of Iron Ration Media. That's right. LLC. Uh, and we make God damn it, zero profits. Off that's of it. absolutely right. Actually, <laughs> Less than actually, zero. we there's negative. We are just losing yeah, money at an astronomical money rate. To, to host but you it. know what? We have Discord Nitro. That's right. We have a really slow loading site because GoDaddy <laughs> is fucking a garbage host. That's right. I I'll forget be, we I'll do be, have technically a Discord. You're right. We should uh, start a Patreon. We can get people to sign up for it. I, but here's the thing. I was thinking about that. Then and we I was have like, to moderate it. <laughs> yeah. The idea of having people in there that aren't immediately in the company, I'm just like, no. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to deal with I'm, I'm an introvert. I don't want to. That's a weird exhausting. thing. To, that's that's one of the weirder like just general Patreon things where they're like, come join our Discord. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Not but, only because like it, it's just like... It, I can see the advantage of a smaller community that is more focused and more uh, curated. But like just constant um, shit posting where the first thing is like, don't spam the channel. But the worst like, part Ugh. for me is Discord as a program for that. So Discord is great for chat. It's great for video. Great for all that stuff. It is not a good archive like a forum. Friend of uh, the podcast, David Femi, has a really good rant about this. And actually, it's we should so have dumb. we should have him on. Maybe we should because I think he has a very good so rant stupid. about like, this. I, Slack would be better. Slack has threads at least, and like it's just it's no Ben. Discord's where the gamers are. The capital G gamers, that's it. and it's it's very easy to send out a Discord link with your Patreon email. I guess. How am I supposed to do my poggers emote? Yeah. Oh, what? It's just, it's just. But so, I just wanted just, all this to say. I think it's good. At the end of the day, I agree, but also on the flip side, just. But I also think, uh, just to finish, also like, games media is real bad shape right now. Like everywhere what, what, I know, what, what is games media? It doesn't matter. Exactly, it, it doesn't even exist. It's a super it? transient like uh, uh, business because you get you know nobody is anywhere for more than a year or two. Everyone's getting laid off constantly. Like the business model of like selling ads on a website, I mean, which Jeff has talked about millions of times, is like completely has been dead since 2008. Like it's just like I can't, I, I can't think of a single outlet right now that is not bleeding people. Or I think what's happening with GameSpot and Giant Bomb is they are, Red Ventures is combining them into a games division. I can't even remember the last where, time I went organically on GameSpot. Where GameSpot is, and like I like some of the, the Tam and Lucy who they brought over from GameSpot, who are at both places. They still do stuff in both places. Oh, really? Um, which is it's weird, but it feels more like Red Ventures looked at the, we have these two game sites. They do cater to different audiences, but like. 
they are friendly with each other. They work on the same floor. They work next to each other, essentially. Why don't we combine these? And, and like something that Jeff talked about a little bit was like getting new hires was really difficult. Like everything was like pulling teeth. And so the idea that... Because of corporate? Yeah, because yeah. of corporate and, and getting the resources to hire more people and stuff. And, and that you could see Red Ventures maybe being like, well, instead of hiring a bunch of new people, why don't we just kind of combine these two teams? And the people who work on the more personality-focused side of things, which is Giant Bomb, will let them work between the two. Sure. And so it's consolidating. And then, like, yeah, I just can't think of a single site publication or anything out there that is not just, like, staunching the bleeding of trying to figure this out. And so you can easily see why somebody would be like, what if I have a built-in audience like he does? Like, it's so much easier to just do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, and, or maybe not easier, but so much you have a lot more freedom and control. And also, I mean, he has two kids now. Like, you can make hours that aren't insane. He's not driving an hour to San Francisco every day to go to an office or whatever. Like, it's, yeah, there's a billion reasons why it makes sense. And also why... I don't think the traditional games media is going to pull out of a, 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 oh, a, a tailspin. It, it's just not profitable. I mean, look, but so... Okay. And that's a bummer because like, it make would this be nice the... to have uh, like big funded sites that can write big-ass features and stuff like that, but they don't exist anymore. I'll, I will say this, and to kind of put a cap on this, because now we're, we're getting into the metaverse of what like the, the broader picture, which is a grim one, which is... Right. Um, the, when you especially... Like, on the one hand... I've been working in content specifically and content marketing, like mm -hmm. content for three or four years and then marketing or some form of that or communications for seven. And the goal, right? The goal mm -hmm. is that marketing content will be indistinguishable from organic made content. Yeah. And influencers have borne that out to a yes. fucking terrifying They're degree. They're like, oh, you will send me like, a oh, new copy of this game? Guess what? And Your SpawnCon will just come we, blowing out. And so, me. again, to put this in broader context, Kim Kardashian knocked billions of dollars off of Snapchat because she was like, this app sucks and I don't use it. Mm -hmm. She wiped out literally billions of dollars. Leveled it, yeah. And... We don't know who she answers to, mm -hmm. right? Besides the gen, whatever. Yeah, and, I mean, and they, they have their own conglomeration, on, kind of. On the but, one yeah. hand, that, fine, mm -hmm. right? The idea, like the 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 platonic ideal of, you know, what if Jeff Gerst wants to go out and make a brand, and he just you you are supporting him and only him, that's fine. Mm -hmm. The flip side is a bunch of influencers peddled fake cryptocurrencies that they right. pumped and dumped, and so everything is a scam. Right. Everything is brand building. Everyone has to have a brand. You can't get hired without a brand. Right. You have to be social media savvy. What the fuck is happening? And it's not even um, that like you can't go to one of those places and be like, I'm going to write about video games. Like, Oh, you might do that occasionally. You're also going to be on several podcasts. You need to have an active Twitter who, account. Yeah. You need to have an active Instagram. You need to be on TikTok. You need to do all these things outside of your job, outside of the office hours of your job, just to maintain your brand. So so that maybe one day you can take that and go off and do your own thing because otherwise and, you're and not going to like advance to the top of this ladder or anything. There is no ladder. It's exactly. just fucking chaos, right? The, the ladder is how can, and I'm, I'm being very old manish, but it's like, how can I whore myself out to the biggest fucking brand? Right. And there's no, yeah, I don't know. I got, I went down the rabbit hole to follow like the Logan Paul. Boink? Oh, what the fuck was his cryptocurrency? I, I don't know. I just saw... I, it was like completely ripped When he whole. got uh, uh, raked over the coals for not liking Nope a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, he still exists. And then I like highlighted his sort of, and like it's just a bunch of Ethereum and, and DAOs and all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> that makes perfect Every, sense. What, like everything is a scam. And, the, and like I think you and I are on the same page about like line goes up, which is, yeah. hey, what if we monetize everything? Yeah. What if we monetize all every fucking aspect yeah. of... And it's... 
this is we thought you know we thought late state capitalism was going to be <laughs> or, oh corporations own everything that's terrible it's like not only no, do no. corporations own everything your content is so divorced and you can go down a q rabbit hole or uh, you yeah uh, forget I mean, all these I don't mean to be apocalyptic it's the it's the uh, the the fucking Akira like just horrible mutation that the internet that just keeps, it just keeps uh, growing what's it called in every uh, the, the gray goo event yeah where yeah. like the nanites go out of control and just yeah. replicate in, but then everyone from everywhere is an influencer they're peddling something and it's I don't know I go back to Hunter Thompson I think this is his quote but he was like mm-hmm. worst thing that can happen to America isn't a fucking uh, you know, jackbooted thug. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking used car salesman in a checker coat, yeah. and he's got a plan. He's got a, a thing for you. You want to check out this beauty uh, right here? I'll give you the keys right now. But yes, then that's man. every interaction. Yeah. And yes, we have not made a cent on anything here. Right. The reality is the LLC. This is under is to just protect it so that I don't right. fucking know. Like and other projects we have. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, I don't even know, man. And it's just like it's just. At this point, it's a defensive mechanism. Yeah. Right? Like, it just exists. So it's like, okay, everything's under this. It, it sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't... The idea of having to manage a Discord... It's a 30 Rock joke where it's just like... Um, it's Liz Lemon and she's dating the younger guy. And he's like, I'll pick you up at 10. And she's like, at night? At night, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like... Because you're fucking exhausted. And yeah. who has the fucking time for this? Um, the fetishization of like hustle culture is a right. fucking scam. I'm sorry, it's right. a fucking scam. Well, and it's it's this weird thing. I mean, and it it I don't know how this folds in on that, but this whole the people who follow personalities online now expect to know everything about them at all times. A, it is the it's dreaded the para, parasocial, it's the parasocial yeah, thing. And, and it happened with with Gerstmann when he left, where because he didn't say much and he is generally a very private person like he's a you know for a guy who is a showman he knows I, I what was, part to show yep. and what part to project yeah, yeah, yeah but i also don't know anything about other parts of his life and that is on purpose and i like to respect that but in the couple days after he left giant bomb it was just like the 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 forums on giant bomb and the reddit for giant bomb were just like insane like people were because just like worst, working man, it out the and they're like this is what happened and he said this on a stream and he paused here and it's, it's just it's like idiots with a fucking bulletin yeah. or a, a yeah it's the charlie day yeah, it's a charlie, yeah, yeah. For, and it's just the like the yarn stuff. everywhere and, and it's, it's just, just like, like every time i see it i just want to crawl out of my skin and i can't imagine being on the receiving end of that and how you deal with it and how he seems to deal with it generally is keep it locked down, you know, and not really talk about it. But it, that also backfires in some way because then people are like, oh, I, uh, he's not saying anything. So it must be this, that or the other I, thing. I don't and even think it's backfiring. It's just like Jeff Packelar stole giant bomb from him <laughs> or whatever. It's, so, it's insane. Fucking God, dude. But so, you know, having to deal with that and then, um, you know, wanting to pull yourself back from that, but also needing that attention to make money to create your livelihood. And this is the other thing that I've left unsaid, which is the compensation. How many people are there grinding with, you know, 30, 40 K followers who make nothing or they work for exposure. Well, and let me tell you about working for exposure. I mean, and that's, that's a thing, you know, that I've, I've, uh, witnessed a little bit with, with younger people that are just like, and I think maybe the hump is past where people think that I can be, a, a Twitch streamer or a YouTuber and, and make money off it like that. Well, there's always going to be like, there's always going to be there's always going to be some of that. But I think the 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 shine is off of it now, where it's like very few people make it to the point where they can actually make a living off of that. Oh Ben, but here's the thing. Um, Do you know? Have you gone into the? Have you delved into the world of influencer workshops? Uh, and that fucking cesspool. <laughs> I have of, a little bit of fake people trying to sell you a lifestyle of being a fake person. And guess what? You have to pay them three hundred thirty-three dollars because angel numbers. Yep. 
Fuck that. The grift. The grift keeps just replicating and going and going and going. The marriage of, of influencer culture and crypto is like perfect. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it dovetailed. Like, like made if for it was, each other. If it was a wood, if it was a carpenter, the dovetail joint would be like, yeah. perfect. Oh, this is what we needed. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking wholesale disgusting. Uh, yeah, and especially with all the like really heinous, just like immediate pump and dump stuff that's happened. But then there's people that are like, I can't believe he, I can't believe he rug pulled us. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, what, uh, what do you think f- they're doing? What do you think the point of most of these things is? Well, you know, Japan uh, is an unregulated asset. I thought those were completely... Oh, yeah. No, we, we, you know what we need, John? Is we need some sort of insurance. I don't know what it would be called. The FDIC. Uh-huh. You know what? Doesn't we'll figure matter. it out don't later. But uh, we're, get, we're decentralizing, we're getting rid of the banks, and we're going to operate just like banks because that's how you actually have yeah. to hold assets. Well, well, so I don't know if you know, Ben, no, <laughs> people, don't trans, people don't convert their uh, digital money to American dollars. It never mm, happens. No, no, never. Why you, would they want to you, do that? You, you only have crypto because you believe in the mission. That's right. And you're going to go Decentra- live in Brazil. Decentralized <laughs> finance. You're going to live on a fucking island where there's a giant token. And he's going to come out. I forget what it is. Connie. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that horrendous fucking video oh, of yes. Crypto Isle. Who didn't? <laughs> ben, you could be one of 400 people. And guess what? Me? Your property and address and location special. are on the fucking blockchain forever. My brand is very strong. So I, I think you're right. I think I should move to this island. <laughs> I, have no, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, it's beyond parody. Yeah. It's I mean, beyond parody. Like, right. many, like many things in the world. <laughs> it is beyond parody. I, I have dominated this episode with talk of apocalyptic media, Ben. What, what's up with you? What are you doing? Oh, let's see. Um... Oh, I don't know. Let's see. So, did you hear about GTA 6? Uh, you mean the woke time? liberal agenda? <laughs> yeah. The that, fact that, that by Rockstar cleaning up their incredibly toxic culture, they are now too woke for anyone to like. Oh, I heard there's a woman protagonist. <gasps> and that fucking, to oh me, God. Ben, is an affront to my yeah, independence. I will be and buried with my Grand Theft Auto 5. Frankly, Ben, when did, uh, when did Grand Theft Auto get political? I, I can't believe it. Political... Uh, messages in a Grand Theft Auto game. What what will they think of next? No, it's just it's cool to finally see some amount of talk about what the hell that thing is because GTA Five is now being released on its third console generation um, and it's still the, making again not to scads be a, of money. Not to be apocalyptic, but games as a service, dude. Why you yeah. don't you do not own Grand Theft Auto? No, you are sim- you are but simply GTA, a license holder. I mean, for I the own software. the campaign, but I don't own Grand Theft Auto Online. Um, but th- I mean, that's going to be, I'm just fascinated to see how they're going to transfer that part of it. I think the campaign will be interesting. I'm interested to see what that but is. That's not what it's about anymore, man. Um, it but is- like GTA five is the, like second or third best selling game of all time because of Grand Theft Auto online. It's not because, I mean, I like Grand Theft Auto five fine, but it's not it's ju- because of that. It is. That game is sold, sold 165 million copies. It's, but so, so there's two parts to this that are fascinating to me. One is that mm. GTA online solves the problem. The yeah. problem has been. You spend all this time building a detailed map, but right. what, what the fuck? What are you going to do with it? This is what you, you fucking it. monetize it. You, get you it. sell shark cards, motherfucker. Like you build every mission type you could ever imagine. You get Dr. Dre in there. You do what? Which, uh, yeah. Again, on, on one hand, I'm like, it's for, I, Fortnite. that makes yeah, sense, yeah, right? Fortnite it's, is the same thing. There is no box of Fortnite that you buy. It no. is simply the platform. Yeah. And the platform grows and changes. World of Warcraft was doing this since 06, right? It's right. the same core engine for, oh my God. Oh my God! It's been 16 years. Yep. Or it's in no 16 years in November. I, I, was it's crazy. Four? No. I'm sorry. 04, 2004. Yeah, November 04, right? November 2004 is when uh, World War. So 18 yeah. years. Yeah. Almost two decades of the same engine that they. And it's that's that's it, man. That's yep. where we're going. You don't own. And shit. like, if you can get that to work, you can take all the time in the world to make your seven-year-long cowboy epic. <laughs> 
that will employ yeah, seven hundred people over eight studios working. You know, but they did the same exact thing and it bombed. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, uh, or I should say, it, Red it Dead did Online, not meet expectations. No, Red Dead Online is like a moderately successful online mode, but compared to what they might have expected based on what GTA Five did, I would say it's probably a failure because they have also just said like this Shh. a couple weeks ago. They're like, they're, they're done. It's in maintenance mode. No more content. Yeah, it's in maintenance done. mode. Um, which you know, fair enough. I played a little bit of it, and just like with GTA Five Online, I was like, this is a really annoying. Um, do you want, it's just like, do you want to be griefed by a dude who just yeah. calls you the N-word constantly? Like, not really. Yeah, so, and no. then in Red like, Dead, they put in some things like, oh, you can do in pacifism mode, and in your camp, they can't do stuff. But it's like, that game's like vibe is so not guy runs by and just grabs you with a lasso and drags you across the desert. Like, it just doesn't... It's There's nothing enticing about that. No. Um, I, for me... Whereas but, GTA Five, like, I can see the idea of being, like, a, a total shithead, because that's GTA in a... In a general, yeah, that's the ad- that's it's the not entire attitude. Fun to play, but I sure. see why that it is for a game like Red Dead Two, which is so so feverishly attached to the idea of player animation and everything taking exactly as long as it would in real life and everything. It's just not built for an online game. Like Re- GTA Five is already kind of unwieldy and sludgy in the way that. Are you all- saying the camp uh, mechanisms were not <laughs> polished for multi? Uh, no, they're too polished, <laughs> but they're not made for people to be shooting at each other and and net code and all that other stuff. So I just, it makes sense to me that Red Dead Online didn't ever really uh, take off. But they also didn't, I don't really ever felt like they tried that hard. It was so far in between content I mean, releases. We, we don't, yeah, we don't know what, what like, what the internal expectations were. For. Yeah. Clearly they did not I wonder, succeed, yeah, if they had like the line for GTA 5 and they're like, in two years, Red Dead 2 has to be here. And they You know like, some fucking guy in a suit was like, yeah. this will be bigger than a... Because they are still owned by Take-Two, right? No idea. I don't remember. I think they are. But so either way... Um, GTA 6, I think it'll be very interesting to see how they transfer that player base over because they've already said that it's going to be, you know, it'll be the campaign, it'll be in Miami or Vice City, and that'll be, they said, like a Bonnie and Clyde story with two protagonists, one of which is female. Wait, now, so is Bonnie a woman? I, I think she might be. <laughs> in, this, in this version, Well, yes. Ben, why are they getting into politics? I don't know. I don't know. They never have done it before, ever. I'm fucking uh, tired. Not in I'm, ammunition he, or in... Hey, here's here's a hot take. I'm fucking tired of capital G gamers. I love... I'm fucking tired of capital G gamers. I will say, one GTA joke that they should never change is ammunition. It's one of the funniest... Uh, oh, it's amazing. ...jokes in the, the series, and it's remained... It's, I mean, funny in air quotes because it's so horribly prevalent now that you can just like find a gun under any seat or whatever but um that's the joke of ammunition yeah. is that it's like a fucking 7-eleven for guns which um, again people i don't think people fully understand and it doesn't i don't know i mean and that's you know the the basis of gta from when the Hazards started with people GTA don't know that they're would, british well yeah, exactly they that they're scottish no they're scottish people I'm sorry from, scottish from fucking dundee scotland ben, england is one big it's just the uk right yeah. they're united right. islands it's I, all I, you can just see Big Ben from everywhere on the island. Oh uh, the God. Scottish love that they love being lumped they, in that way. Yes, they certainly um, Ireland, Ireland too. But like it. Dundee, Scotland, a bunch of weird punk kids made a bunch made a, made a bunch of games making fun of America, and they somehow got incredibly popular, and then they became one of the biggest game developers in the world. And then those people are not there anymore, generally speaking. Houser's Houser's are still there, the, right? Uh, a Houser, but not Sam Houser. Oh, Hauser. I didn't know. That. I think Sam Houser's still there, but Sam Houser, the one who wrote most of the games with Laszlo and the, that big writing crew they had, they're all gone. And so, man, Laszlo's so funny though. I know, but I think that a lot of the, you know, they talked about in the article also that um, they're going to move away a little bit from some of the more South Parky parts of the humor, which is the thing about when I go back to GTA 5, like rubs me the most immediately wrong is the, 
uh, everyone's fucking dumb. This is just stupid. And like the some of the satire still works, but like parts of GTA Five, I think are. I think we're well, bad when they when it came out and suck ass now. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I'm interested. I feel like they have a a quality level of writing they don't really go below, and that just means this game might not come out till 2028 or whatever. But um, I will say I'm a little like so Saints Row is kind of doing uh, the so, same so thing. The whole thing, the whole uh, my gist of Saints Row is that it's more grounded this time around. Yeah, except there's still lasers. And- it's very Gen Z foot, like aimed in a way that feels. Very cynical and made by people who are not of that generation. But yeah. they're all very young, hip, cool people, and they talk about their student loans. They're just trying to make rent, dude. They, say late, to... they talk about late capitalism a bunch, and yada. It, it, it feels very... I don't know. The writing in Saints Row has never been on the GTA level, if you want to even call it that. Sure. But it's always been bug nuts crazy. The thing that the, the split for those series was like, GTA got more and more serious, more of a prestige product. And Saints Row was like, hey, remember when GTA 3, when you put it into the cop code and just stay at the end of an alleyway and shoot rocket launchers? That's what we mean. Hey, we have literally an insurance fraud minigame <laughs> yeah, where you're just going to throw, throw your... Yeah, and, and, and the, the, you know, when it got to three... And then when three and yeah, four came Four was the one that was just they, like, fuck it. Yeah, four was like, like, what if we did the Matrix and Mass Effect and time travel? And we, yeah, and, and we're just going to go all out. And, and I really... Those games are very funny in a lot of ways. I think some of the parts of them are not funny, but I think they're pretty good. But the idea of grounding it, I think, doesn't sound great. And we'll the idea see, of... I mean, everybody said that, but they're still, you're still everybody, shooting up. I know. It, my nightmare convoy. is the fucking uh, like bad guys from Borderlands Three, where it's like a bunch of forty-year-olds being like, "Streamers are the Ooh. bad guys," and it's just like, "Oh god, I, I literally am muting this game because the shooty part is fun, but I cannot listen to any of this writing because it's That's so That's so fair. fucking out of touch." Um, so I don't know. I don't know what will happen with GTA Six, but I'm interested to. Play it because I like GTA. I just don't know about this woman in games thing. I what, what are we gonna do? What's what's next? I, I, I'm you gonna fucking, play as a cat or something. Fuck, it's crazy. I did not crazy. play Stray. I, I know did. I, I liked it. It was very nice. Very pleasant six hours or so. Yeah. Six, can six. I can I talk about something mm-hmm. Ben that's a uh, cutting edge mm-hmm. game? Have you heard about this game called uh, No Man's Sky? Never heard of it. Uh, ben, I don't know if you know, but it's good. I mean, little, I always thought it was. It was fine, always good, but. Th- it especially is good now. It is good. Okay, yeah. I, I have not gone back. I have not done my bi-yearly, uh, like, what have they added? I, I went in in VR mode. You you can literally reach over and open the cockpit. You can... Yeah, no, the VR, like... Because they did it for PSVR, right? Performance, not great. Not surprised. I will say, like, especially tr- planet transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just went back yesterday and rewatched the GDC talk where they talk literally... They have their one of their programmers companies say, "Here's how we do it." It's, a, like, it's magic. It's, it's still it's amazing. It, yeah, but when you hear her, or I don't know, if, there might be non-binary. So I'll say that mm. when they explained it, I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's why." Of course, it's going to lag. But anyway, yeah. and they 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 do multi-core process. Anyway, it's always that thing whenever I install that game, and I'm like, "It's only 28 gigs or whatever." Like, how is less that than possible? that, dude? I think it's literally like it's seven like, or maybe even eleven. Last I time know. I installed it, it was like 15 or something. It's but I, fine, uh, and because yeah. it's all procedural, even mm-hmm. the textures and, and but anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that's such a comfy game for me right now. It's just, oh, it's a, it's one of the chillest games ever. Unless you want to do yeah. like there's, they've added like bounty system like or a right, there's outlaw more system combat and, stuff and yeah, they, the last update I saw that they did was adding like smugglers and like a crime network Dude, it's, and stuff. It's very fun, which is cool. Uh, and um, if you just want to tell the story to fuck off and yeah, that's I, what I, I do. liked the um, I did only one of them really, but the expeditions that they added, yes. which are just like, what if you did like you had a focused yes. thing, which is is cool. Uh, so I've been doing that too. It's the only way out. To, 
one of the only reliable, and I don't even want to say reliable. Mm. Basically, they made freighters the end game. Right. So your big capital ship. And that's been awesome because it's like every time you unlock something, it feels like a big deal. Like, yeah. I just unlocked teleporting t- to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I unlocked a teleport bay. Yeah. Um, I think they just added like command bridges. So, oh, like, nice. so it's now you just Star Trek. It's just Star Trek. Yeah. Which I haven't gotten to yet, but I'm like, I, I am going to. Yeah. Uh, have I finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla? No. no. Um, they added a rogue mo- rogue light mode, apparently. I, I saw something Some kind about of update that. or something. I'm still waiting for the Hitman one, um, which they've delayed. I heard uh, the new level is But excellent. they put out a new map for Hitman 3. Is it? Is that what, fucking what, owns. What is it? What's the... Th- it's not Fire Island, right? No, it's a pirate island. Oh, okay. Uh, okay it's okay. like an I, island... I thought they were doing Fire It's Fest. an island in the Indian Ocean uh, where there's... Uh, let's see. What's the premise? There's like uh, uh, an arms... A mercenary group and they're working with a pirate group and they all hang out on this island. So it's Uncharted. And, and they stole this like satellite, uh, horrible satellite weapon... Or it's like cloud backup for a tech company or something. I can't remember. Anyways, you have to go on this island, you get kill two people, get some key cards. You know, Hitman's script. Yes. But it's a really but, uh, good... Because they had already done, for Hitman 2, they had done a an island level called Haven Island, which was like a resort island where like Silicon Valley types and whatever. But is it, wasn't that like a cult? No, that was just like... Oh, that... It was no, no. a weird cabal of like tech... Tech CEOs. And okay, stuff. right, 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 right. And they, the cult was the Isle of Seagull, which I guess is also an island, but that was the one in the Scottish Sea. They have a mask. That, that's, like that's, like that's the convention. It's an evil fortress. Yeah. It's, like a, it's a convention for evil Well, it's, it's people being like, climate change is happening. We're not going to stop it, so let's go figure out what we're going to do. We're going to hide in bunkers, and it's like an expo floor where you can yeah. look at like bunkers or spaceships or what. It's it, Hitman's fucking world is, amazing. Hitman's world is incredibly cynical. I, I love it. In a good and way. that's probably my favorite level Maybe the whole series, just because that premise is so funny, and that you can kill all those people, which is really cathartic. But um, but the new map is kind of uh, a combination of Colorado, which was the like military I, map from I'm, one. I have a generally complicated relationship with Colorado. People generally don't like Colorado, and I appreciate that. Yeah, but it, it has, has course, like, the three D printed mask is fucking awesome. It has like, a it bunch has, of great gimmicks, and you, it's four targets, which is a yeah. lot for any hitman level. Just like, like a scarecrow. On the but it's area. you know every area is trespassing. Like it's it's a challenging map compared to like the blend in kind of stuff you sure. do in a lot of the other ones. But this one is like an island that has a lot of military stuff on it, but also has like. Uh, a beachfront town and a tiki bar where people are having slap fights, which you can enter into, which are super funny. Um, and you can run errands for the woman who runs the bar, and that like gets you into some other places. So it's a very fully realized Hitman map. Um, it's 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 really cool. I played through it only once, and they kind of got rid of the mission stories, which are like the the waypointed like go here, go here. They go were here. never great. They've just made them into intel, so you still kind of get a story out of them, but they're not quite as leading you by the nose, which I feel like in the third game for DLC, they can kind of take the the wheels off for everybody. I, and it's just so much so satisfying to like run across a conversation and just be like, oh, that's a thing. I can turn the light on the tower to make them go meet I, there, and then I can shoot them with a cannon from this ruin. Also, and, so can you bring over the campaign, the missions, into the new engine? Yeah. That, dude, that's yeah, why so I play like, that fucking game. When I boot up Hitman 3 now, I have like... 15 locations yeah. or more than that now um, but like all the DLC from 1, 2, and 3 all the campaigns they made it's just it's such a good game it's so fucking but again still. it's also basically a platform like yeah. in, in, I would argue Hitman is, a, is one of the better if yeah. not the best and incarnations of that As in my understanding is like so IOI um Got the James Bond license, and they're doing that. That's like the main studio in in Stockholm. Right, the main studio in Stockholm is doing that game, and then they made a uh, a, a satellite studio across. I guess there's just a bridge between Stockholm and um, what's the country that's next to it? I, 
It's in the Netherlands. I can't remember. But another uh, studio for Hitman stuff specifically. Cool. And so I hope they keep this cadence of like working on Hitman. Is Sean Bean in the mix? The world of Assassin's so they did add something earlier this year called uh, Elusive Target Assassination uh, Arcade. So Elusive Targets were this thing in, in Hitman where, uh, you know, for a weekend, it eventually you became could kill a kill Sean B. There would be a, a special target on one of the maps, and you only have a little bit of time, and one, tra- one try to kill them. And Sean Bean was the, like, the launch one for two. And he was easily the one they put the most work into. A ton of voice work for him. There's but, but, a bunch of ways to But the reality is they typically take old targets and... Or yeah. existing assets. So what they've done with the Elusive Target Arcade is like every month or so they'll put out a new pack of like three and it'll be one for each game, like one track for each game and it'll be like two or three Elusive Targets from each game and you go through and you, you know, you have one try. If you fail, you get locked out for 24 hours. It's not the same as never How? being able to do it again. Now, but NF- he has not showed up in there yet. I feel like they're going to save that. There's that and Gary Busey was the other one. Right, 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 right. They did in Hitman 1, which they've never rerun. And I, I wonder if it's a licensing. Now, can I own a Gary Busey NFT? Uh, probably. Can yeah. I? If I kill him, can I earn... <laughs> uh, can I grind it uh, right. to to earn a living? You can mint him by choking him with fiber wire. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think I, I, I Did you see Minecraft? Micro, AKA yes. Microsoft's like, yeah, no, nah, you, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, which is great. I love it. Love to see and then it. The, and then the, apparently the company that was and making Steam the most money also. vowed that they would make a better Minecraft. Mm. And I was like, yeah, go mm. for it. Yeah, there's go, not, go there's not a bunch of filler shovelware on, yeah. on Steam. That no one's exactly tried to make Minecraft right. again. It'll totally work. Not, Don't but, worry about but it. Minecraft, Ben, this isn't just Minecraft. This is a new oh, Minecraft with true. NFTs, motherfucker. my pickaxe and it's like I can give that pickaxe to someone and then they can sell it. Yeah, but what if, what if? Where is everyone going? <laughs> uh, the whole, if you've ever read anything about Axie Infinity, what if the fucking... That thing didn't explode and... Oh, it exploded. I'm just saying, and, yeah, yeah, of course it did. But it's just like, what if you could, what if you could monetize your gameplay? Because you're not doing that at work. Yeah, what if, what you, if you could, could become could... a landlord, basically, and have a bunch of underlings making money for but you? People don't understand, like, right, so if you go back to, like, taxis in New York, people don't understand that those people don't own the taxis. That's Taxi right. medallions exactly. in New York are, like, worth millions Man. of fucking one, one, the time that I learned about tax medallions, it's disgusting. I it's went through awful. like a spiral for. A week. I'm just like, how does this even exist? I don't even understand this. Yeah, they're just. It's like, hey, but at least those are physical it's, tokens. It's literally, <laughs> it's literally feudalism. Yeah, it's just feudalism. And then you're like, well, what? And on one hand, you're like, oh, Uber's doing great. And then you read about Uber's private detectives, Fuck. and you're like, oh, they're just all monsters. They all suck. They hate. They all suck. They're just yeah. Anyway, um, one quick thing while I'm talking about Hitman. Uh, I had a little bit of a, a, a exciting moment with uh, the Sniper Elite games. Have you ever played any of those games? No, but I heard they got good because they, they used to be shovelware. Really good, yeah. So that, that my conception of those games were they were the games with the really detailed slow motion Nazi testicle shots, and that I Which thought is they like were just ripped exactly from Mortal Kombat. And I thought basically. they were just like yeah, they're the X-ray attacks from Mortal Kombat, and. Um, my conception was they were just these silly little shooting gallery games that maybe probably had like pretty detailed ballistics models. For like 30 bucks. But they were, yeah. And right. they're made by Rebellion, yeah, who yeah, is yeah, a developer yeah. who is has a wild swing in quality between sure. products. They're, I think they're based in Scotland. The, the, this would be like uh, uh, the end of an aisle in CompUSA, like a kiosk yeah. that's like, hey, bud, like... Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, Sniper Elite 2 yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, uh, I had avoided them largely. I'd seen them pop up here and again and... and Four and five especially got a lot of buzz from people who you can play shoot games. Adolf like. Hitler, right? Yep. yep. Both yeah. every game has had a Hitler DLC, yeah. so you can go shoot him in the balls. Um, his one ball. Um, and That's right. 
But so uh, Sniper Elite 5 was on Game Pass, so I was like, well, I should, I'm should. i going to give this a try because I've heard these games are more than just the sniper part. And they are. They're, they're like stealth games. They're Hitman. They're, they're very, like, they maybe now they have taken in mm. the design kind of ethos of the Hitman games. Um, but it's like if Metal Gear Solid 5 and Hitman were kind of smashed together and then you pour World War II sauce all over it, that's uh, here, what Sniper Elite is. Between, between Jeff Grisman trying to get me a Steam Deck and you <laughs> talking about this, I kind of want to play it. It's really good. So I've been I've been playing it, and it's like nine missions. The maps are huge. These big, huge... Open-ended. Open-ended. Like, you have multiple objectives. You can approach from all these angles and stuff. And it is a lot of, uh, you know, scoping out stuff with the binoculars or a sniper scope. And the sniping is, like, very powerful. Like, you can see very far and shoot very far. Uh, is the, there windage? Like, Do you have to account yeah, for wind? Yeah, there's wind. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. sound okay. your gun makes is like really important. And like if you tag people and then you aim down sights, if your gun is going to alert them, they'll have a little Can they see points. like the scope? Like reflecting? No, like I don't the... think they can. Okay, can okay. There are enemy snipers where they do that, okay. but I don't think they can see yours. You put okay. like uh, maybe put a film on it or something. I don't sure. Know. But but the the balance though that you can't just start the map and snipe everybody is that people can hear you. The like the model on their AI for finding where you shot from is really cool because it's not like. It's not like they know, like Far, yeah. Far Cry. Where they're like, I heard that. It's over there. Yeah, no. um, it's like they put like a, it has the, um, in Ghost Recon Wildlands, you know, they had that like little last, fog. The last, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Around bad guys. Like if yes. you haven't spotted them, but you see like a haze on the yes, map where they I are. Love that. So they do that a bunch in this game and they do that for you when you're getting investigated. So you know the area that's getting investigated, which actually come to think of it, Red Dead 2 also did. But, mm. um, but so you can do that. You can kind of pop off a couple shots, then move, set up traps. And like, so the sniper part is fun, but also a lot of time you're just like sneaking around with a silenced pistol and distracting people and whistling and, you know, doing stealth game shit. How, mu- how much is it? Uh, it's like f- uh, four. Actually, I think Elite 5 is 60 fully. Um, yeah, but they, but they like go they, on sale for like, like they, 30. Sounds like they earned it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like the, the maps, I you know, most of the maps I've spent an hour to two hours on every single map and they've been, you know, start with a beachfront in France. Like, so this one's set in France um, and it's right around D-Day. Um, but it's right before it. And so you're in there with the resistance doing stuff. And so like you start on a beachhead, which is very Normandy-ish and countrysides. And then you go to like uh, this spy academy they have off on the coast, which is like this huge castle you have to sneak in. So the, the mission variety is really good. It's a little jank in like the, the story and voice acting is very rebellion quality, sure. which is like PS2 era, but it looks really nice. Um, but it's just been like, yeah, as soon as I played it, I was like, why the fuck haven't I played these games before? This is like my platonic ideal of a stealth game. Not really. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 5 is perfect. I think Metal Gear Solid 5 is perfect with an imperfect And I love story. Hitman because of the, the, the just variety of locations. And, yes. and and they do even have on every mission in Sniper Elite, they have a, a German officer you got to kill, and they'll give you a special, like, push him in a cement mixer or distract him with this. So very similar to Hitman in that yeah, way, yeah, yeah, where you yeah. can kind of, like... Knock this guy's like obsessed with the cement mixers at this gun that he's building, and so you go like knock on one of them and then push him into the thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. No one's been crushing a wine press yet, so it's not as good as Hitman 3. But it's, I, w- I it's wish Hitman 3 good. had VR support on PC, it does. Oh, did yeah, it? They, it? Added it. they added it along with ray tracing, which destroys your frame rates, unfortunately. Yeah, it's too bad because like it looks really nice because like real-time reflections in that game which is covered in shiny surfaces and water even 47's head but as soon as you turn it on even with dlss it, it just tanks do you know but do you know what's crazy about it, that hitman model mm. it looks nothing like timothy oliphant it's true they really should put 
They should get Tim- Timmy O in there. It's nothing like scan- Timmy Timmy No, they should scan old Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Old, but Silver Fox Timothy Oliphant. Uh, Mandalorian Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Uh, bring him in. Yeah. Uh, soon to be Raylan once again, Timothy Oliphant. I, I'm very excited for I that. too, yes. Um, we, we have to wrap up, Ben. Yeah. There's so, so much to talk about. Big surprise, Sniper Elite. Cool series. You totally can still shoot people in testicles, so that's still there, which is important to mention. And and are there is, any women? Do I have to worry about? No, them? no, no. There's all uh, most of the resistance members are women. Uh, um, so that's disgusting. controversial. Yeah, um, I do think it's funny that they put in non-lethal stuff because they're fucking Nazis. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna knock out this guy because he's probably a nice. No, I'm gonna stab no, I'm gonna him. Stab this fucking Nazi, <laughs> because uh, it's it, that's a little weird because like in Metal Gear, it feels much more holistically like woven into the game and then you get something like Death Stranding where it's like the whole point of the game. Uh, this one feels like they're like, we should put non-lethal in. It's like, why? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you want to cuddle the Nazis. It's like, no, I want to stab Yeah, them. I want to stab Nazis. Um, but yeah, good game. Cool game, kind of a surprise. And uh, a, a good example of a Game Pass thing where it's like, I wouldn't have paid $40 for this to find out if I liked it or not, but if you give it to me for free, sure, I'll give it a shot. What, what is on the horizon for this year? No. That's what it feels like, dude. It no, Starfield. Like- Starfield at the end of the year and uh, God of War Ragnarok I am looking forward to as well. Starfield to me uh, is like, I know I'm going to play the shit out of it because... Honestly, yeah. The, like, even Sony, their big games this fall are like The Last of Us remade for the third time um, and uh, and God of War and, and then, yeah, Starfield. And I'm like, so, I'm, I, I already know what Starfield's gonna be, dude. I know, I'm curious. I, maybe I'm, that's psychologically why we're I'm playing we are no both Man's like Sky. Bethesda pilled to the point where we're always gonna but play those games. But I'm not an idiot. Like, I know what the fucking yeah. problems are. I still just play it. Exactly. But I'm gonna play that game. So. Yeah. So that's something. And yeah, most everything got pushed to next year. So, um, and GTA 6 will be in 2024, I think is what they're saying on the outside. And like, sure. Yeah. I mean, sure. I, ben, it is nice to hear that they are treating their people better. From what I understand, that's Jason Schreier's reporting. So I'm going to assume that he backed that up with talking to people. Is he? But does he even do journalism? Ben? Yeah, Isn't he works he for Blue Murray. He makes know, lots of money doing it. He's the one who makes I, money. Doing. I doubt he makes a lot of money. I'm sure he makes a he living. Probably makes more than someone he, writing for Kotaku or whatever he did. So I am also a fellow. I wrote for Kotaku as well. So didn't, I mean, didn't we all? <laughs> I didn't actually, but. <laughs> Fair enough. Ben, should I get a, to close this up, should I get a fucking Steam Deck? Bro, I'm going to get a Steam Deck. Are you going to get one? I don't know when, but they are so cool. And They're I, cool, I, but I don't want to spend 500 bucks to get the 128 gig. Yeah. But, I, but you can do a you micro can expand SD. it. Yeah, but it, you want you want your operating system on that eMMC. Actually, right. what the fuck am I talking about? You can replace the eMMC. Exactly. So yeah. what the... What, you can make a higher speed get the 64 one gig. I think the biggest thing that comes with the higher one is the screen's got the glare protection on it, which you can also order and like get done aftermarket. I'll so. tell you, as a dad... Mm-hmm. I have been using um, a Kishi. It's a uh, Razer Kishi yeah, that plugs like in. Snapshot on your phone. And for Steam Play, it works fucking great. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of delay, which is why I'm like, kind of like, eh, maybe I do want. Like, yeah. I don't know why but, I've been getting into fucking pinball but, lately. Because pinball is really fun. It's fun, but also like you do notice pinball. You want those flippers to go instantly when you hit the button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I will it's, say that's um, eh, but. Yeah, having touched the Steam Deck, I was convinced even further by their build quality. It feels really nice. I have, I have um, the only so I, I'm missing from my Steam hardware collection. I think I have. Yeah, I do have a Steam controller. Mm-hmm. I don't have a Valve Index. I you have a streamer I, thingy, the little Stream Deck, whatever the thing's called. I forget. Yeah, Streambox. I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah. Um, no, maybe I guess I don't have all the hardware. Those were going. I almost got one because they were going for like yeah, nine bucks they were or like, something. <laughs> they're five dollars if you want to. <laughs> they, 
the Steam Deck just looks really cool. I love the idea that it's just this fucking thing you throw Linux on. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, and there are now knockoffs in the works. I don't know if you've seen. Oh, sure. I mean. And that, they have like Ryzen's in them. Yeah, now that that form factor has been kind of proven in some capacity and, because they're not catching fire in people's hands, which is also, I think my initial was like, okay, you can theoretically put all that hardware in a handheld. Let's see it actually not melt in their hands. And in and, and, and Gersman's uh, review, he basically said, look, this will not last you all day like a Game Boy. No. You're going to get two to three hours but of a the, demanding people game. People are used to that with the Switch. The yep. Switch gets two to three to four maybe hours out of any game. Total sidebar. I've been playing Link's Awakening. And Good it's... Game. The performance is awful. Oh, so bad, yeah. But that fucking game holds up, and the changes they made were excellent. Yeah, I still gotta play that. That's one of my favorites. I'm on the last dungeon. Soon. I'm in Turtle Rock. Yes. I'm about to wake up the windfish, motherfucker. Make everybody on the island die. Oh, they, yep. It, in that, they are die. all dreading it. But. Oh, what a good game. Forgive me, Ben. I, I have to end it. I think we do. Uh, we can keep going, but we don't. There's so much to. shit, dude. I, what the fuck is happening to this country? We don't want to do that on a podcast. Gamers, we'll just do that at the gamers, bar. Wait, gamers rise up. No, gamers sit down. What? Jesus Christ. Ben, what about the Joker meme? <laughs> no, no. Game Ben the Joker. Sit down. Game sit down and play some video right. games. Just shut up. Stop talking about what is Well, there going to be girls in the video games? There are. Ben, it's going to keep happening. Gamers rise up. Come on. A lot of those gamers are rising up. I'm the Joker, baby. Oh god. Oh god. Anyways. Gamers don't rise up. Gamers sit down. Enjoy the hot weather. Uh, Did you see the internal memo that, uh, I don't know if it was Destiny or Bungie, but they were just like, if you're uh, a community manager, please do not reveal any of your personal details. Yeah, Bungie's fucking suing assholes who are harassing them, which I think owns. Like, normally I am not for corporate lawyers going after individuals, but this guy, these people... Uh, seem like real pieces of shit. I don't know if people even applies to these. I mean, they're legs. literally going like, "Hey, leave your, you know, lock your offices." Where I moved closer to Bungie because you didn't balance a gun right. I'm like, fucking throw them in the ocean. Jesus yep. Christ. Fuck. Yeah, I'm getting old. And I'm just like, yeah, we don't. But know yeah, litigate. Doing. Fucking make them broke. Fuck those people. I hate it. But Bungie is like outspoken in how much they tell people to fucking shut up. Like most other companies, are like, well, we respect our passionate fans, and you know, as long as they keep doing that, it's gonna. Because <laughs> Bungie has the magical thing of like, you'll play our fucking game. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up and fucking shut eat up. It. <laughs> Did you see the guy that uh, spent a hundred thousand dollars in Diablo Immortal? Yes, I did and see that. and he could he he matched out. Yeah. He couldn't match with anyone because what a shock! <laughs> not everyone. There's not that many people spending that much money on that on that game. Amazing. Late stage capitalism. It has defied all expectations. Hey, but you know what's, what that $10,000, $100,000 dog did? He probably turned most of that into content. So oh, he got He's a, making off the back. When end. Logan or Jake Paul, whatever, they're interchangeable to me. He got that Pikachu card. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I think one of them got signed with the WWE, which is... Yes, he is. made all that back. Mm-hmm. People are fucking dummies. Don't, like, come on. Yeah. It's, it's a ridiculous... Everything is ridiculous. So. All right. Anyways... Stabbing Nazis. A nice, simple pleasure we can all agree on. And flying, flying to different planets. Flying different Not planets. sending death threats to game developers. Yeah. That would be nice. Uh, Females. Ch- summer, summer Challenge 2022. Don't, don't threaten death a- against people who make toys for you. Please. Please. But Ben, I care about the toys. <laughs> I do too, but not that much. <laughs> I get sweaty when I post on the subreddit. Oh, like, oh, fucking oh, women oh, in our oh, games. Mopping your brow as you type. <laughs> ben, gamers rise. Come on. Stand no, up. Gamers rise. I'm not rising up. Stop trying to do this. Take us out. Okay, we're out. (laughs)